Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back. We're live at Supex the Startup Expo with Sunira Madani. She's a CEO and founder of Fat Merchant. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. Maybe before we get into Fat Merchant, let's get to know you a little bit better okay. and maybe start off kind of where you grew up. Give us a little bit of background, kind of where you went to school, and then we'll dive into Fat Merchant. Fantastic. So I grew up actually in uh, Dallas, Texas, okay. where I'm from. Very cool. Uh, daughter of immigrant Pakistani parents that both uh, immigrated to the U.S. in the 80s. And uh, two different stories met in Chicago. So I was actually uh, born in Chicago, grew up in Dallas. Okay. And then I've spent the last uh, 16 years of my life in Orlando, Florida. So I'm Very a cool. Floridian. <laughs> Very cool. So walk us through a little bit of your career up until Fat Merchant. So I actually went to uh, University of Florida and I got a degree in finance okay. and, uh, and marketing. And uh, from there, I took a position with a really giant CPG, consumer packaged goods company, okay. a Fortune 50. Uh, so did that for about three years, learned uh, that I actually hated everything about <laughs> corporate life. And uh, then took a position with a smaller company, and they were in payments. They were in merchant services. Okay. And so I actually joined uh, that company, left my job, and I was 100% commissioned for three years wow. as a salesperson. Um, and literally going from, like, big corporate to a sales job. Uh, so different, completely different industries. And then that's, I'll, you know, I could share a little bit about what happened there, but sure. I was uh, knocking on businesses' doors. So my audience was small to medium-sized businesses in the U.S. And uh, credit cards were, you know, were an economy that was going more and more cashless. Sure. And so accepting payments and having credit cards was something that every business needed. Sure. And so that's what, it was a product that I was selling. Um, but it was, there was no actual transparency in it. It was a bunch of hidden fees and endless contracts, no value in terms of technology. This is like in the you know 2010s. Okay. And um, there was actually not a lot of tech players in 2010, you know, 11. The squares and the stripes of the world were just still in Silicon Valley developing their platform. Sure. And so as a sales agent knocking on these doors, I would carry a little notebook. And the biggest complaint that my customers had wasn't that, yes, they have to pay fees, but it was what am I actually paying for? Why do my rates continually go up? And it's just sure. hidden and non-transparent. And so um, I like to call myself an elder millennial. Okay. Uh, and Same here. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those two. I get yeah. it. Yep. We're right at the cusp. Yeah. You understand some things and other things are like, what? Oh, yeah, I get it. it and so um, I started subscribing to every subscription-based product I could get my hands on. And okay. this is subscription economy right and I'm like why isn't anyone doing subscription and payments because all our cost is the same so it doesn't matter who you process with Visa sets the rates every year and then everybody charges a variable percentage on top of that cost so it's always a percentage-based model instead why is anyone not doing all these in eat play flat subscription unlimited processing and so hence the idea of fat merchant was born and um, I took the idea back to um, my old team at the time and did not go well. Wow. And so I decided to quit my job. And this is 2013. Okay. And launch a company. And then Fat Merchant was born. And uh, 
since then, we've done a lot of really big stuff. No, very cool. So how did you actually fund the first version or the first few versions? Did you <laughs> yeah. self-fund? Did you raise some money or walk yeah. us through that journey? So I, um, I took a, a, a small friends and family loan out, uh, okay. very tiny actually. So I had $10,000 in my bank account, $10,000 from my family, okay. uh, from my brother and from my husband, now husband at the time, and uh, launched the company and bootstrapped it to... Um, with by getting on stages and pitching at various pitch competitions, so I actually took home uh, right under about two hundred thousand in wow. prize competition wins Congrats, and money. Awesome. Yeah, and so that's how we initially bootstrapped the company, and we got a lot of press in regards to uh, you know meet meet the women, you know meet the girl trying to change the credit card industry, and uh, a, a Fast Company writer ended up picking up an article from a local publication, did an interview, and it's like front page Fast Company. That's awesome. Comparing Stripe and Square and PayPal, and here's like little fat merchant. Um, and from there, like our phones rang. That was like our Shark Tank moment. So our nice. phones rang off the hook for three weeks straight. Our website crashed. We had no technology. <laughs> Everything was a, it was a show. And uh, that was our holy we have something moment. Sure. So we went to a tech accelerator, got our MVP out. So we still had customers. We were still processing payments. We did about five million in payments wow. our first year. Congrats! Um, in huge. 2014, yeah, and uh, um, we ended up joining the accelerator, which launched then our. We raised about a million dollars in our first initial seed fund. Uh, cool. From there, we've raised uh, we raised 20 million in venture capital, and we're doing five billion in payments today. Wow! Congrats! Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. You've also won a ton of awards. Yeah. You want to talk about some of the more recent ones, I suppose? Yeah. So I mean, Fat Merchant, we've just won a ton of awards for innovation in our space from a technology standpoint, from an analytics standpoint. Um, our platform's awesome. Um, I've also won some awards like 40 Under 40. I've won CEO of the year uh, by Business Journal last year. Also, probably one of my most exciting is I was just coined uh, most influential woman in payments. Oh, very cool. Congrats uh, on that. Thank you. you. So that was really huge to kind of like start in an industry that I was literally selling door to door. And sure. now to be coined like most influential woman by payment source was like just, uh, awesome. it was incredible. So you, you mentioned to me earlier, like your mother. Yeah. And. I never understood why people say like you can't have like a family and run a company. Yeah. You're clearly doing it. You're clearly successful at it. What advice do you give to other people or, or other females that know they can do it as well, but just don't actually make the leap to actually go do it? Yeah, something that I know, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, yeah. you can't. Totally. And it's so true. And it, it's it's so hard. Um, I, I definitely have to say that the, the odds are definitely stacked against you. Um, I have a three-year-old daughter, Mila, and I have a six-month-old daughter, Anna. And I've raised a lot of money at both yeah. times, like, while pregnant uh, and doing so yeah. as a female entrepreneur. I mean, it and is. Tired. You know, it is, and, and, <laughs> and tired. And it is not easy. Yeah. But it can be done, and I want to, you know, I want to see more women doing that. And the only way that happens is it's an entire. We have a lot of cycles to break through, sure. and it's truly like crashing through this glass ceiling because it does exist. I had uh, Steve Case, uh, the founder of AOL, um, in my office like Very a couple cool. of months ago. I was doing a fireside chat with him. Um, he was uh, here for Rise of the Rest in Orlando, sure. so he made a pit stop to Fat Merchant. It was like one of the coolest experiences That's I've gotten awesome. to go through. And he talks about the fact that. You know, out of all the venture capital that's raised, 75% of the venture capital only goes to three states, right? So you have Massachusetts, sure. New York, and California. So the rest 47 states are actually left spending for the 25% of venture capital. Then of that, women 
founded companies only get 2% of the venture capital. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. And of the entire aggregate, only 1% get a, uh, go to African-American CEOs as well. And so, I mean, it does matter where you come from, what you look like, and who you know. And unfortunately, that's what it is. But, you know, it's oh, we have to get out. We have to, we have to make sure that the VCs are trying to in, have diversity and inclusion in their portfolio of founding companies, ensure that we are investing in women-led startups, women-founded startups, minority-started founded, and we're supporting these businesses as well. So, and then also from a standpoint, um, as women, we actually have to step up and go ask for capital. We actually have to step up and go pursue our dreams and pursue our careers. And one of the things that I find most um, is the fact that when we have children, we're kind of always stuck choosing. Do I want mom life or do I want a career life? Sure. And as husbands, partners, spouses, um, and family, we have to ensure that our women also feel supported that they can do both. Sure. Um, because it's really tough. Mom guilt is a real thing. And so sure. I have a ton yeah. of friends that have incredible potential, but then they're kind of stuck because um, it's like, I, you know, they want to stay home with their kids for the first couple of years. And then when they're ready to go back to the workforce, no one wants to hire them. Right. So it's a constant cycle. So we just have to break through it by continuing to have supporting programs for women in the workplace continuing to have programs for women when we're on maternity leave and bringing women right. back into the workforce, um, as well as uh, breaking those glass ceilings and making sure that we have women in executive positions to rise up other women as well. Sure. Do you also think, though, just not, well, in your case, you kind of just dove in, but I think in a lot of cases, to some of maybe your friends that can't just like quit their job and raise a little bit of money and just dive in, to maybe start a bit smaller in, in the evenings and on weekends. like. I think if you start maybe a couple hours a week doing something like put up a landing page or get a logo done and then just like start telling your friends and then you maybe take on one client that's and then you exactly, just keep. That's exactly the approach. I couldn't agree with you more there, Kevin. And that's exactly even Fat Merchant's story. So yes, we like when you look at it from an aggregate, I quit and I started a job, but it was sure. definitely a, you side hustle your yeah, way yeah. all the way through. So side hustles are real and you have to spend, I mean, if you want, everybody wants to be successful, everybody wants to make money, everybody wants it all, but we have to be willing to sacrifice and put the time and effort that sure. it actually takes. It's not, nothing happens overnight. And so any successful person that you ask and you ask about their story and their journey, they were working nonstop. They were working those after hours after getting their kids to bed to go work on that project, working on Sunday mornings before everyone is up and having that time carved out that's outside of your 40 hour work week to go get your side hustle launched. So 100% I couldn't agree with totally. that more. So I wanna dive a little bit deeper into, maybe give us some examples of how people use Fat Merchant, just so it's totally yes. clear to people. So Fat Merchant, we are a credit card processing company and we help small to medium sized businesses accept credit cards for their businesses. So okay. it's 2019, a small business. And when I say small business, our customers are doing at least 100,000 in revenue. So okay. we're like mid-market SMB. So it's not for micro merchants, um, but we're an established business. You're accepting payments from a multitude of ways. Okay. So you have a retail store, you got a point of sale, you have a terminal. You may have an online shopping cart. You may also have a mobile device that you go to trade shows with, and then you're using QuickBooks for your invoicing. In 2019, the small business doesn't just accept payments in a single way. Yet right now, none of the systems that they're using are talk to, talking to each other. So they have to use yeah. Bank of America for a terminal. They have to use a Shopify for an online shopping cart. They have to use Square for a mobile device. They're using um, you know, QuickBooks for their invoicing. So they have like four or five different merchant accounts. It's nothing a pain. talks. It's a pain. It's nothing pain, talk, yeah. nothing talks to each other. Yeah. And they're paying three to five percent in fees on each of those different no, things and not one throat to choke. So it's something great yeah. to have five different vendors to call as well. Well, here's where Fat Merchant comes in. So one, 
we're able to offer you um, an integrated payment solution. So if you just want a single solution, whether that just be the terminal, just an online shopping cart, just a mobile, you just want us to integrate with what you're using today, we can do that for a single, a single, a single usage. Uh, but what makes it really even more unique is that we bridge the way every which way that the 2019 business owner is, is accepting payment. And we bring all of that data into a single platform. Right. And so now we even make the dumb terminal smart. So even for the small business that only has a terminal and she's just taking transactions on that terminal, well, do you know which percentage of your customers are loyal and are returning? Oh, what are the busiest times? How did you compare from this month in sales to the month prior? And so we actually get all this payment data and so we share it back with you in a beautiful analytics and user experience. And there is absolutely, all of this is for a flat monthly subscription nice. while we're saving you 40% on fees because you pay no markup, you pay the direct cost of interchange. And so we save our customers 40% on credit card processing fees. We give them a 10X better tool right. and they don't have to lift a finger. They don't change anything. So they don't have to replace their terminal or their shopping cart or their mobile right. or anything. We just one click of a button integrate into what they're using That's awesome. into a single merchant ID, into a single merchant account with one platform. Sure. And then they don't have to obviously worry about doing those integrations themselves because it's no, a nightmare to it do. It is. It is. And, and we've already done, we have, you know, um, what's, you know, you can, you know, Google us on, on fatmerchant.com. You can check out our website. We have tons and tons of integrations. And so sometimes uh, switching a merchant services provider can be very daunting or feel daunting. Sure. It's not, we've already done all the legwork and yeah. lifting for you. So it's truly a, you're gonna sign up for an app and it's that seamless while you're syncing everything. That's how easy it works. And um, it's an all you need plan, right? So it's unlimited, that's, that's our claim to fame. We're the first subscription-based processor. We're known as the Netflix of credit card processing. Right. And that's because you pay $99 a month flat and you get unlimited processing uh, for direct costs. So we're saving uh, businesses 30 to 40% off the wow. processing fees. It's that's a no-brainer. And then when you're consolidating all of that into a single platform, we're actually shutting down. You don't even have to have multiple accounts, multiple things. So we're just saving you time and money and doing it um, in an awesome way. So No, that's that's really great. And the other thing I think if people haven't caught on to it yet, it's like, their your your clients their business can grow with you like they might start off with like yes. one terminal for example in yes. a store and then they launch an online store yes. and then they, or maybe multiple stores like physical locations right so like absolutely. and they don't need to keep going to new tools as that happens absolutely. correct yeah. absolutely and then our platform is extremely smart in a sense of the more you use it the smarter it gets and then we have integrations to the top ten business tools that that a small business is using so you can integrate your Mailchimp. You can integrate your QuickBooks. You can integrate your, your accounting software like Xero. So you can do all these really great integrations into what else you're using so that when you're sending an email marketing campaign out to your customers with a coupon code or an offer and they can click to buy and that's automatically synced with a with a payment a feature yeah, in that's it. that's awesome. That's huge and you're not having to pay anything additional for that. So the value is insane. So definitely we encourage if you're a, a business uh, that you know is an established business that's processing uh, at least about ten thousand dollars a month in, in okay. payments. Check it out. We do everything from ACH online, the whole thing. No, very cool. So, how does it work? Like, do you work in specific verticals, or kind of anybody yeah, across the map question. can use it? Um, well, almost everyone across okay. the map can use it. Um, however, our key verticals are professional services, so marketing companies, lawyers. They're sending invoices, uh, they have recurring transactions, uh, they need to take payments face-to-face. -face. So professional services are, are huge for us. Healthcare, uh, so doctors, offices, optometrists, dentists, et cetera. 
um, field services, so lawn care companies, pool companies, any place like that really you need to bridge um, a card present transaction with a card not present, we really dominate in. And then of course retail, e-commerce. So the industries are pretty vast. Uh, we play in, we play in all of them. Um, we've got some, and when you go to the website, you can kind of like find your uh, vertical and see what kind of solutions we have for your vertical. But they are very vertical, uh, tailored specific for healthcare or for lawyers or for um, professional service companies, retail retail stores, shops, etc. Very cool. So how do you decide what features to actually roll out? Because that can be really yeah. tricky when you're an established uh, player in the space. Yeah. And without kind of alienating your current customers but trying to add new customers or how do you bridge that or make the decisions what new features to add our customers tell us yeah so that's it so we actually don't roll out features for the sake of rolling it out because okay. if we build cool. it they will come yeah every single one of our feature requests has been an idea from an existing customer they're like oh great i actually need like we need to enable recurring transactions with blank and i'm having trouble doing this or like with a product that i'm using today like why didn't we think of that? That's so okay. great. So within the verticals, um, our customers just use the product, and they're such great evangelists for us. We have over we have thousands of customers. Um, we're doing five billion in processing, wow. so we're not a Congrats tiny that. we're huge. not a tiny company yeah. anymore. But our customers determine our product roadmap, yeah. and uh, they get to share in uh, in making sure that our platform is as great as it can be. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So how many people need to request that feature before you're like, okay, we should build it? Because <laughs> yeah. you might get the same request. Just once or like a hundred times, right? Yeah, so I'm, I, I don't have a perfect answer for that. Okay. We've, had, we've had a feature request come in and that were like, why, like that's just genius to okay. do, or like, you know, a heat mapping. Somebody wanted a heat mapping tool of like, we have busiest times, uh, but little things like it would be great if like the, um, it was denser, you know, uh, within like from an aesthetic standpoint of how we're going to show the graphs. And that could be as little as like two customers requested that were like, that makes such like total amount okay. of sense. And then we'll have like hands raised up for, for lawyers, right? We we bridge operating and trust, which is like um, they need to have two separate, two different accounts. And most lawyers have two different merchant accounts, and we didn't know that. Okay. Um, Why is well, that? Just so because they have to keep um, money separate from like an operating oh. and a trust account. Okay. So um, like for a retainer, they can't touch it if they're not using the services or. Right. Uh, so it's it's there's a compliance that goes into it. Okay. And so they have two separate merchant IDs. And we're like, wait. So we had a couple of lawyers that said, you know, we're your competitors, we have to have two different accounts, two different users, two different whatever. Why can't it just be one and we can just toggle within the platform and click operating or trust? And we had, you know, we and then we sent out a survey for that. And that was like a, a like a feature that almost every single lawyer raised their hand up for. Okay. And now it's like we're dominating from a from a competitive standpoint because we have that feature set and right. our competitors don't. So Sure, and the, and word gets around. They probably tell yes. all their friends, right? Yes. Like, oh, this is saving us a huge yes. amount of time. Yes. Sure. So where do you kind of see the payment space going in the next couple years? Any predictions? Yes, I think that payments, I mean, payments are the heart of every business. So sure. we're accepting payments. I mean, the future is payments and it's all going to be contactless. It's going to be integrated. It's not going to be, everything is going to be integrated from a software sense. Sure. And so um, I see the payment space. I mean, it is, or the future is endless. I mean, the amount of destruction that we've had in the FinTech and payment ecosystem 
over the last even five years has been phenomenal. And there's crypto. more. Yeah, crypto. I mean, there is uh, there's a lot to go. Mobile is obviously the future. Contactless is important. Sure. Um, you know, seamless integration with our current apps and tools and hardware. So um, I see payments truly being a function of our person as like the phone is like we're just integrated with our payment source. Right. And then that's going to be integrated with whatever we're utilizing today. And on the opposite side, businesses are going to have to have a seamless payment integration. Otherwise, consumers will not go and actually end up checking out with, with I mean, how many times have we abandoned the shopping cart totally. because the yeah. payment experience was like a piece yeah. of crap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I've done it myself, yeah. right? Like I did it the other day. I was just like, forget it. I'm not signing in. I couldn't even get in. Exactly. So, yeah, so no, integrated payments yeah. is the future. And so we, um, we have like a huge, uh, you know, we, we process payments for businesses, but we also help partners and software vendors establish the integrated portion as, um, right. so we have, a partnership channel so we encourage people you know if you're a software company if you have um, you want an, a true integrated seamless experience in payments we have like an, a phenomenal api so very cool so um, we're, we're kind of coming to the end so let's close yeah. with mentioning where people get more information about you guys yeah so you can find us online at www.fatmerchant.com that's f-a-t-t merchant.com it stands right. for fast affordable transaction technology it was nice. meant to be fun well, stuck around cool. Uh, so Fat Merchant um, uh, is where you can find us. You can find me personally at Mombos Co um, on Instagram. So I have a handle that I share, like working mom life and busy awesome. executive life to hope to inspire more women to launch businesses and to pursue their dreams. So, Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank thanks so for much. taking the time yeah. um, to be on the show. And I'm sure we'll keep in touch and yeah. have a good rest of your day. Thank oh. you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com. And keep building the future.